Welcome to the Claim Your Space podcast. I am your host, Belinda Aramity, and I share my experiences as a multi-six-figure business owner and coach so that you too can learn how to build a business in alignment with how you want to live your life. If you're tired of hustle culture and ready to start saying yes to dreaming big and achieving even bigger, then this is the podcast for you. Hello, 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 and uh, thank you so much for joining me for an episode of the Claim Your Space podcast. Today, I want to try to do something a little bit different. We're going to try it out for the next few months and see how we like it. But it's inspired by another podcast that I listened to by a woman named Samantha Daly. I've really been enjoying her podcast over the last couple of months. And I've noticed that at the end of every month, she does a little bit of a monthly reflection. And what's interesting about me is I enjoy watching monthly reflection you know, vlog style videos over on YouTube. And so I thought, hmm, this might be something that's fun and interesting for me to do over on the podcast because this is my, you know, both educational and creative outlet. So what I'm thinking of sharing in my monthly reflection is what's happened in the business, some personal and professional like life lessons that I've learned in the month that I'm reflecting in. And what will be the focus in the business moving into the next month? And then as I get a few of these under my belt, I think that at the start of the episode, I'd love to reflect on the focus that I had in the previous month and then rate myself on a scale of one to five, five being flawless execution on whether or not I thought I was able to achieve that focus or did well focusing in that area. So we'll see. It'll be a living organism of an episode, but I thought that it would give an opportunity for you to learn a little bit more about me. And so we'll see, we'll see how it goes. So first question, what happened in the business? Well, to be quite honest, nothing spectacular. Um, I haven't really talked about it, but we moved from Arizona to California. So to be honest, probably like I had business goals at the beginning of May, you know, it's like, these are the things that I want to achieve and this is what I want to do. And I just didn't have the capacity for them. I was able to expand the business a little bit. I took on two new clients, but aside from that, I was like, okay, that's, that's all I can do. And then I really just focused in on packing up and moving from our old place and state to unpacking (laughs) and getting settled in our new place and state. So no growth, no real major expansion. And I think I did good just keeping my head above water, taking care of my existing clients and leaving it at that. But it's nice to feel more settled where we are. I'm really loving California. It's a vibe. I mean, I live in central California right now, so I'm not in LA. And to be quite honest, LA is not really my thing. I love visiting it and being in that vibe, but I couldn't ever really see myself living there. But right now I'm in central California. I'm enjoying it. I feel... There's this sense of peace that I have in my soul. And I keep telling my husband and I message him every few days, I'll come back home from running an errand or something. And I'm like, I'm just really happy here. And it's been a while since I've had that feeling. I mean, don't get me wrong. I I enjoyed living in Arizona. It was a blessing being there and the entire experience I learned, I grew, I've evolved a lot as a person while living there, but I'm really enjoying California so far. I'm happy to be here. And also... It's very green. Um, if you've ever been to specifically Phoenix, at the Phoenix, Arizona area, which is where I lived, beautiful place. However, it's very beige. <laughs> and so I didn't realize 
how quickly I got acclimated to the beige. I remember when I went to Jamaica last summer, I just kept looking out and it was just so green. And now I feel that exact same feeling living here in California. I'm just looking around I'm like, there's so many trees. This is, this is wild. <laughs> so I'm enjoying it. The kids are acclimating really well. And my husband and I are really happy to be here. So we'll see what the future holds. Uh, some personal lessons from this month. Learned that routines, specifically flexible routines, are really important for me. So I don't waste time trying to think about what needs to be done. I watched a YouTube video and the woman was saying that a large portion of our brain space and the activity in our brain is not even put towards the act of doing anything. A lot of times we are using a lot of energy just remembering all the things that we need to do, things that aren't being done, so on and so forth. And so I really felt that. <laughs> I felt that. The last few weeks, weeks, I felt exhausted. I felt really, really exhausted. And then this week, I realized that I lacked a certain level of routine in my life around many things, especially with the kids being at home from school. I don't know if this happens to anybody else, but summer, I know, I know it doesn't happen to other people. I know there is a large portion of the population where this is not their life. This is my life. Okay. Where the kids finish school and I'm like, what the heck am I supposed to do with y'all? We're planning on my part. Hopefully we can do better next year, but we're definitely going to do better moving forward with what we have left of summer. So I'm really spending time in this, you know, reflective period. The reflection isn't just about the business, the reflection time that I'm doing right now and getting back into that routine is financial. It's a emotional reflection. It's how I'm reflecting in my journal and just really being intentional around just taking time to process and pay attention. And so all of that I know will be supported by having routines. And I mentioned flexible routines because I'm someone who has, we can be a little rebellious. I'm like, well, why do we have to do it this way? Even if I'm the one who established the routine. So having flexibility in that routine where it's like, okay, let's say these are five things that I need to get done on a Monday. The order doesn't matter. It's about getting these five things done, right? So the routine is in the five things. The flexible is in giving myself the space and the bandwidth to decide exactly how it needs to happen. And I'll say these five things need to happen by 8.37 a.m. or else. That doesn't work for me, even when it's my own hard and steadfast rule. The second personal lesson from this month is meditation, prayer, and journaling is really important to how I start my days. I mentioned this a few times on the podcast. I'm not a super preachy person. I, by nature, like to make people feel comfortable. And I understand that there are people who have different faith backgrounds. Um, and I also understand that there are people who may be struggling with their connection with a higher power. There are people who believe in universality versus, you know, higher power in and of itself. Um, and there are people who just don't believe anything at all. And I would hate to repel someone from my business because they don't necessarily have the same belief as me. I think that is something that has done a lot of harm to society in the last few years where it's like, we need to be aligned in absolutely everything or we can't be together, you know? But I will say that the one hard line that I, I draw is anything demonic that mm, I can't get in on it. I can't get jiggy with it. And, you know, I don't know. So as of the time that I'm recording this, Taylor Swift did some kind of demonic stuff in her concert and I saw it and I saw the clips of it. I didn't do a deep dive into it. And for me, there really isn't any explaining that you could do to make me feel comfortable with that, you know, and it's just, it's unfortunate and I'm not a Swifty by any means, but you know, it's anyways, we're not going down that path here. 
But prayer is something that's really important to me. It helps ground me. It helps center me. And meditation is different. Is It works differently for me. So for me, I find that meditation allows me to figure out and really get centered in what's going on in my brain and to help me focus and to focus my thoughts and calm down my thoughts. And then journaling helps me process some of those thoughts and get them out of my head. I have a very particular way that I journal and I shared, I'll share that in another, um, in another episode, but I do find that in the morning when I wake up before I do anything else, I pray, I meditate and I journal. They help keep me calm. They allow me to go through my day in a calmer way. And I really like it. And I like what it is doing and the impact that it is having on my experience in life. Another personal lesson from this month, (laughs) I learned (laughs) that I can do hard things. And this is my reminder to you that you can do hard things. This move was without a doubt, the most stressful and challenging move of my entire life. And mind you, I've moved a lot. I mean, we moved to Arizona. We were only in Arizona for two years and now we're here in California. I think we'll be here a while. (laughs) We better be here a while, okay? (laughs) But, you know, at the end of the day, sometimes you, you can't control these things or, you know, a really great opportunity presents itself. So I'm trying to be flexible, but I do have parameters around what the next move needs to look like. (laughs) But so not only was the move itself really stressful, literally stressful without getting into the details. But as soon as we moved in, we got possession of our house on the 3rd of June. I had a speaking engagement on the 7th of June, a virtual speaking engagement. Nothing was set up. Everything was in boxes. The movers that my husband had scheduled to help us to unpack our moving truck while we were here, they canceled on us. So just to give you, and that was just one thing that went wrong with the move. But we figured it out. We set things up. Everything was fine. The speaking engagement went great. It was almost a 97% satisfaction rate in terms of people who appreciated the content and my energy and all of that for the event. And it's just this reminder, like after the speaking engagement, I was like, okay, (laughs) but we can do hard things. And sometimes we need to be challenged by life to be reminded of that right? We have to use our muscles in order to know that they have the strength to pick something up. And so that was a lesson that I learned this month. Belinda, you can do hard things and you can not just survive, but you can thrive in the face of it all. So, you know, it just reminded me again of my inner strength and my resolve once I'm committed to something and to excellence. And then the last lesson that I want to share with you guys that I learned from this month is from my lips to God's ears. The words that we say are incredibly powerful. So be really careful about what you say, what you believe and what you wish about and for yourself. I got a lot of signs, especially this week (laughs) that God's listening. And just to be careful, I think I know that we shape our experience with the world, with how we interact with the world, right? And so regardless of whether you believe in God or not, we have to be very mindful. Like I'm a believer, so I believe that the things that are happening to me are processed through God, right? But whether you believe in God or not, it is unequivocally true that 
a lot of our experience in life is based on how we choose to interact with the things that are around us. So just be mindful, be mindful. I know I am. (laughs) All right. So some business lessons from this month. Uh, The first one is don't dwell on making business decisions. Most of them aren't permanent and almost all of them can be undone, if not immediately, eventually. I can spend a lot of time making a decision. So I'll give you kind of like context where this like this came from. I made a quick decision, whereas normally I will tell. So I've got a two woman team here. Christina's my right hand woman. I absolutely love her. She's the most amazing human being ever. And so we were making a decision about Asana versus ClickUp. She brought up the suggestion of us moving back to ClickUp. So before, probably about a year and a half, two years ago, we were using ClickUp. I decided I didn't want to use ClickUp anymore. I wanted to go to Notion. Then I pinged to Asana. And now we're, she brought up, hey, why don't we go back to ClickUp? Because the podcast manager that we are using, they use ClickUp. And, you know, normally when I'm faced with a business decision, I'm like, you know what? Give me some time to think. Really, I'm not taking extra time to think. I'm just putting off making the decision. So I just, in the moment, I decided what I wanted to do. And I'm like, all right, let's, let's, let's go back to ClickUp. Let's just make that shift and we'll work out things as we go along. I think that a lot of people and particularly a lot of women, because I work with a lot of women in my business, but they will dwell on making a business decision acting as if I need to do this right because I can't undo it. And as I said, most of our decisions in business aren't permanent. That's why we're entrepreneurs. We get to control things and they can be undone. Most of them immediately, if not eventually, we might have to pay, you know, a cancellation fee or pay for two products at the same time. But at the end of the day, there is a way for us to move on. And most of us aren't brain surgeons, so it's okay. We can make a decision quickly. We can make quote unquote the wrong decision. But I think that it's better to save time not dwelling on things in your business to make a decision so you can continue forward actually doing things that will propel you forward and actually generate money in your business. Another lesson that I learned is never lose the creativity and resourcefulness that you had when you first started your business. So if you are in the early stages of your business, I consider early stage business, you've been in business less than, let's say, six to eight months, there is a gift in being an early stage entrepreneur. You are crafty, you are creative, you are resourceful, you make it work, okay? You are so driven to make it work that you figure out a way when everyone else says there isn't a way, and that is so beautiful. But what happens as you get more experienced in business is you lose some of that craftiness and that resourcefulness. And I was reminded of that in the last few weeks as I was trying to figure out how to keep doing business while things were just falling apart. I told you this move was stressful and I got really scrappy. I figured out a way to make it work. And it's really important not to lose that. It's why startups tend to have the competitive advantage over, you know, legacy businesses. It's why legacy businesses have to hire people who are fresh and new and bring in consultants because they give a fresh perspective that often can be lost in complacency of being, of doing something for a really long time. So just that was another lesson and reminder that I learned this month is not to lose the creativity, the craftiness and the resourcefulness that I had when I first started my business because it propels you through the hard times and there will always be sometimes. 
a hard time. The third lesson that I want to share with you from this month is standing up for yourself doesn't mean you necessarily lose something because of it. So I had a situation with a client and they proposed something. It wasn't going to work for me. And they proposed it just before my move. And I knew that I didn't have time to properly think about what they were proposing. So I said, Hey, middle of the move, I will, as soon as I get, you know, in California, I'll take some time to think about this and let you know. And so again, I was putting off saying what I knew what I needed to say, because I didn't want it to impact our working relationship in a negative way. And so I told them I was kind and, you know, but I just, I stood firm in what it is that I needed to do for myself and for my family and for my business. And we're moving on business as usual. They were understanding. And this is why I always talk about the importance of being careful about who you choose to work with. We're moving forward. We're still doing great work together. And I'm very, very thankful for that. But it was a lesson for me in advocating for myself. A couple of episodes I talked or a couple of episodes ago, excuse me, I talked about people pleasing. And it's one of those things where if you've been a people pleaser for for your entire life, you will revert back to those behaviors. And one of the tips that I gave is that to give time before you respond. And that's what I did in this instance. And And it made sure that I didn't just do the people pleasing action. I did the right action for me. So standing up for yourself doesn't mean you'll necessarily lose anything because of it. But I do want to say the caveat of this, I say this to my clients all the time, and I have to remind myself of this all the time too, is that if you do lose something because you advocate for yourself or you stand up for yourself or you put boundaries that need to be there, just remember that it is creating space for something better, something more aligned, something that is a better fit, just something that is something better. And so it's okay sometimes to lose things in the moment it hurts and it stings. And you're like, why did I do that? But you know, hindsight's 2020 for a reason when you're able to look back and you realize that in losing that you needed to, because you need to create space for something better. It's always worth it. And the last lesson is funny, but it's a really, really important one for me. And I thought I would share it with all of you because if you are in a busy season of business or in life, please eat. Okay. (laughs) I tend to get busy and forget to eat. That's just where I'm at, where I'm like, oh, I'm just going to keep going and I'll do everything else but eat. And then when I do eat, I overeat and then I feel awful. And then I need to, you know, thank my lucky stars that I've caught peppermint tea in the cupboard. You know, it helps settle my stomach. And so this is something that I'm working on routine, (laughs) but it's, it's really making sure that I'm eating throughout the day and not just at four o'clock in a mad dash for trying to figure out how I'm going to have energy to make dinner that evening. (laughs) Cause that's when I realized I'm like, I'm really tired. Why am I really tired? Oh, I haven't eaten all day. So this is, you know, mama Belinda telling you eat sweetie. Okay. Eat healthy, but eat. Okay. So the last question, what are we focusing on here in Claim Your Space moving into July. So there's two things. Um, I'm really excited because we're implementing a new content calendar and schedule. So yep, the theme, routines. I have a really, 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 really hard time being consistent on social media. I And the consistency is not for a lack of ideas. It's not for a lack of paying attention. Part of it is though, I've been really busy, but it's also not necessarily having a schedule that I can refer to and say, okay, this is what we're doing. And so I am realizing that I need to have a content calendar that 
Christina, my right-hand woman, she's in charge of, she's created it, she's curated, she's allowed to hold my feet to the fire, she's allowed to say, hey, looking over the content, we need to mix, or we need to do this, or we need to do that, and then a schedule, right? The schedule that I'm holding myself accountable to in order for her to do what she's doing. She needs me to adhere to the schedule, and so I look at it, I love it, it's a vibe, and it's what we're doing. So we're implementing our new content calendar, and I'm excited to see the fruits of it, right? I know the importance of content and showing up on platforms. It's literally how I built my business. And for the very hefty growth goals that I have in the business, I need to implement a solid content calendar and schedule that I'm following. But just as important, I need to really establish some routines and really get the business organized, which is the second thing that we're focusing on here at Claim Your Space is organizing and preparing. So we're going to be you know, really just organizing everything on the back end of the business systems, processes, that's, it's going to be systems and processes summer, honey, because I want everything to be chef's kiss by the time we launch grow. One of the signature programs here, claim your space. It is a program that is targeted at people who are looking to grow towards six figures in their business, implement the right things in their business and just get that. It's like a solid business foundation group coaching program. So that'll launch in September. And I'm really excited about that, but I want to make sure that everything behind the scenes is as I want it today. A lot of the systems and processes that we have in the business right now are very early stage, you know, entrepreneur. Belinda. And so there needs to be a significant shift because I'm no longer in that season of business and I want to change that up. And so I'm excited. I'm really, really excited. So yeah, that's it. That's my monthly reflection. What did you think? Reach out to me on social and let me know what you think. You will be seeing my face on Instagram, Instagram stories to be particular. I'm saying it out loud because now y'all can hold my feet to the fire. You can find the link to my Instagram down in the show notes. If you haven't connected with me there yet, I say it because I just, I don't want to show my face. I just don't want to, (laughs) but I never regret it what I do. So, you know, again, just one of the signs God has given me is that I've got to show up. I've got to show up consistently and I've got to show up more regularly or I'm not going to see the growth that I want. And I know this, I teach this. And so this is where I got to put my money where my mouth is and I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. So there's a lot of change come on the journey with me as we improve and we grow. And as always, I hope that you found this episode useful or helpful in some way. So until next time, I'll talk to you later. Bye.